Today's daf is daf Memvav. We're beginning at the Mishnah on Memhei Amid Beis. So the Mishnah is dealing with uh, the following scenario. The person divorces his wife because there are rumors about her promiscuity, about her being uh, uh, acting in an adulterous manner. And so that prompts him to divorce her. Or the second situation that is given in the Mishnah is that he divorces her because he is uh, upset about her making Nadorim. So the, the the ruling of the Mishnah, and again this is following with the ideas of Tikkun Olam, even though this actually ties much more into Masechus Gittin than the previous Mishnayas, but the, tick, the, 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 the enactment that was made, that if that is the basis for the person's reason for divorcing her, so he will never be allowed to remarry her. That the base din will notify him that you cannot remarry this woman. Now, there's two reasons that are going to be given in the Gemara. Why? Why, if you divorce the woman because there are rumors that she's acting in a promiscuous manner, or if it is, uh, if the, uh, uh, or if the reason is because she's making a dorim, why can't you remarry her? So the two reasons that are given are either one is because we're afraid of kilkul, mishum kilkula. What's the kilkul that could happen? Let's say he divorces her, she remarries, she has children, and then we find out that the rumors were false. Right? We find out that the rumors were false. So he's going to say that what? Had I known that the rumors were false, I would never have divorced her. And therefore... Either Machlok Zvashin tells either it'll create a tells uh, us it'll create aspersions, not doesn't actually create mamzerim. Rashi learns that actually possibly could undermine the very get itself, and if the get is undermined, then it comes out that the children that she had with the second would be mamzerim. So Chachamim say that if that's the basis for divorcing her, you should know it's a done deal. You can't take her back, which means it will uproot any condition or stipulation that can be made. That's reason number one, Mishum Kilkula. So therefore, it is actually a, a way to protect the woman. The, uh, the, the, the second reason is, it's actually a punitive one. Basically, is that it's notifying women that if you act in a certain way, you are uh, act in a way that creates rumors, or you are mezalzel with nedarim, so then what happens is the get that happens because of it is going to be uh, forever. You cannot, you can never go back to your husband. So it's to really to warn women that if you get divorced because of something like this, you can never go back. So it's really a punitive one to teach women not to behave in a way that might cast aspersions or make Nadarim, even if those Nadarim later on can be annulled. Nevertheless, if the husband's going to divorce you because of these reasons, you cannot go back. So those are the two reasons that the Gemara is going to give, and we're going to go through the different Tanoim in our Mishnah, playing with which reason is it that the Tana holds on or not. So let's read it again. So we're holding at the Mishnah again, the bottom of Mimheim and Beis. Hamotzi es ishto mishum shemro. Person divorces his wife because of rumors that she's been promiscuous. Lo yachzir, he cannot take her back. Mishum neder, if he divorced because she made nedorim that he was not happy with. Lo yachzir, he cannot take her back. 
That's the Tanakam, the Chachamim. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, he says, really it depends, in the case of the Dorim, it depends on what type of nether we're dealing with. Kol nether sheyodu boy rabim lo If the type of nether that was made, that was a public nether which has no annulment, so then lo yachzir, that's the type of nether that the enactment was made, you cannot remarry her. Shelo yodu boy rabim. If it's a nether that was done in private, one that was one that was not known by the rabim, so then yachzir, you can you can in fact remarry her. Says Rashi, Rabbi Yehuda holds that the reason is is not because of Kilkul. We're not worried about Kilkul. Whatever we'll see the reason is, we're not kosher that the husband's going to come back and undermine the veracity of the guy. But we are concerned, what we are trying to do is teach, a, send a message to a woman that she needs to be more sensitive and more careful in her behavior. So in the case of uh, where he divorces her because of Moti Shem, Rabbi Yehuda is not disagreeing with that. He can't, as a punishment to the woman, can't take her back. In the case of Nadorim, Rabbi Yehuda says it's only considered to be uh, a, a zilzul in the Dharam, it's only considered to be uh, a, 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 the punishment was only in, in instituted where it's a flagrant usage of the Dharam. When is it flagrant? When it's done in public. That's what Rabbi Yehuda is disagreeing on. Not any nether, only the ones that are done in public. Okay. Because Rabbi Yehuda holds, the reason is that it's because of, uh, that she, it's, it's, to, it's to punish her because she's being mezalzal. Not because of kilkul that the husband might come and undermine again. Rav Meir Omer, he says like this, Rav Meir disagrees. Rav Meir happens to hold that the reason is that we're afraid that the husband might come back and undermine the get and cause the children that were born from the second marriage to be mamzerim. So that's what Rav Meir holds. He holds you don't have to worry about that there's no punishment because of being mezalzal or whatever it is. The issue over here is because Vitaka worried that he is going to come back and say that, uh, that, that, that he gets no good because had I known, I wouldn't have divorced her. But says Rav Meir like this. So Rav Meir says as follows. He says, Kol If remember back to our Nadarim days, there's two types of Nadarim that can be removed from a woman. One is using Hafara, that the husband is able to be made for. Now, the only Nadarim that fall into that classification are Dvarim Shebein Olevein that affect the intimacy of the marriage, or it's something that Inu Nefesh that's causing her uh, self-affliction. So in those cases, he can be made for. He doesn't need any reasons, he just doesn't want it, it's gone. There's another type of Nadarim which are not, do not fall into that group where the only way to remove them you have to go to a Beisdin or to a Chochem to be Matir. So says Rav Meir. Rav Meir says, okay, I don't worry about the, part, the reason of because you, we, we want to punish the woman for being Mazalzal. We're not worried about that. We are worried about, says Rav Meir, that the husband's going to come back and claim, had I known, then I would not have divorced her. Now, when can he come back and say, had I known? So, in the case of of, of Motsi Shemra, so there's, um, uh, I mean, of, of uh, so they're talking, it's a problem. Because if the husband suspects her for, uh, for infidelity, and then we find out later on that nothing happened, that's why over there, Ramir agrees. You have to tell the husband, there's, there's no backsies on this one. It's a done deal. What about in the case of Nadorim? So Romer says that it's really only a problem by those Nadorim that you have to go to a Beistin or to a Chochem. Because there the husband can say, I wouldn't have divorced her had I known that this is a Nedah that the Chochem could have been Matir. 
But if it's Nadarim that fall into his own jurisdiction, things that he could have been made for, Rav Meir says that a husband knows what he can be made for. And the fact that you were not made for, you can't come back later on and say that if I would have known I could have been made for, Rav Meir holds that's not a concern. Because a person knows what he can be made for, and if you divorced her without being made for, we're not going to let you come back later on and say... I should make. Therefore, there's no concern that you can undermine the get. So, therefore, in that case, Yutaka can remarry her. The only time we don't let him remarry her if he divorces her because of the Dorim or for those in the Dorim that need a Chacham to be Matir. Because there it could say, I never knew that the Chacham could be Matir. That's what Rav Meir holds. So, Rav Meir says like this. Let's see it inside. So, Rav Meir Omer, call Nedashatari Chakiras Chacham. It's Dafka, those Nedorim that need a Chacham to be Matir, the investigation of a Chacham. There the husband could be saying, I didn't know that that could have happened. And therefore, Loyach, that's where it's Loyach. But Chayenatari Chakiras Chacham, it means that he himself could have been Mefer. On that Yach, there's no need for the Takana. Because the bottom line is, we don't believe that. I'm saying, if I knew I would have been made for, I would have been made for. No, if you, if you knew you could have been made for it, if you, then, then you should have been made for it. The bottom line is, we assume that you would have if you, if you could have, and the fact that you didn't is you didn't want to, and therefore you can't undermine the man. If you can't undermine it, then you can remarry the woman. There's no problem of, of, of Kilku. Now, that's Rav Meir. Comes along Rabbi Lazar, and Rabbi Lazar disagrees with Rav Meir. Rabbi Lazar holds the opposite. Rabbi Lazar, it's exactly why Rabbi Lazar holds this in the Gemara. But Rabbi Lazar holds is that for the husband to say that if I would have known I could have sent her to a based in, and the based in or the Chokham could have been Matir, that's not a concern. We're not worried about that. If that was the only thing, then Takashi could remarry her. But we don't let him remarry her in that case because of the Nadarim that he himself could have been made for. Rebeleza disagrees with Rebeleza. Rebeleza holds that a husband is believed to say, I didn't know that I could have been made for. And had I known I could have been made for, I would have been made for. So it is a problem in the case of Hafara. But since it's a problem in the case of Hafara, we also made it a problem in the case of Hatara as well. Like it's a low plug. Since it's, we, we make the Takana, you can't retake her back in those Nadarim that you could have been made for, we also don't let you take her back in those Nadarim that you could not have been made for that would have needed Hatoras Chachamim. They want to explain more what the Machlos and Rav Meir and is. But basically, Rav Meir holds is that the only problem that you're going to encounter is those that need a Hatoras Nadorim, and that's the case with Loyachser. Those that need a Hafora, there you could take her back, there's no problem in those. And Rav Lozer holds the opposite. He says there is a problem in the case of Hafora. And because there's a problem in the case of Hafora, we extend it also to the cases of Hatora as well. Amar Rav Yossi, Rav Yehuda. Now, the Gemara is going to bring a story which doesn't seem to clap at all to the, the rest of the Mishnah, and the Gemara is going to want to know what does it have to do with the rest of the Mishnah. So the Gemara is like this. Am Rabbi Yo, uh, the Mishnah says, Amr Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, Maizah Betzidon. There's a story in Tyre. Ba'achad she'amr le'ishto kone mi eni megarshech. He says, I make a neder if I don't divorce you. Mean kind of, that something will be awesome, me like Hegdish, if I don't divorce you. Means to avoid the neder, I have to divorce you. Ve'girsha, and then he went and he divorced her. Now, so he already divorced her. So the nether doesn't kick in. Can he go back and remarry her? So the Gemara says, he The Chachamim allowed him to, re, uh, to take her back. For the betterment of the world. Now what's going on over here? The Gemara is going to have to deal with. Because it doesn't seem to flow at all. Before we're talking about her making the Dara, we're about him making the Dara, and what's the Tikkun Olam. All of these things will be discussed in the Gemara. Let's go to the Gemara. Okay. Just let me let's keep the flow here. You know, ask me later.
So I'm Rav Yosi Bar Minyuni, I'm Rav Nachman. So Rav Yosi Bar Minyuni, uh, uh, it says over, it said over from Rav Nachman. The din that we said in the Mishnah, that if a person divorces a woman because of Shemra, that lo yachzir, it's vahu she'amr lo mishum Shemra ani motziach. It's only if he mentioned the reason at the time of the divorce. If he made that a stipulation at the divorce, I, that he's saying, if I, I, I'm divorced you because of the shamra, because of the suspected infidelity. He says, then the din kicks in that he cannot take her back. Which means what? Uh, or, or in the case of neder, mishum neder animotziach. So therefore, what does it mean? That means if he never said anything, even though it seems that that's the reason, because we know that these rumors are going around, we know that she made Nidorim, but if he never said anything, so then he could remarry her. So what's the pshat? So the Gemara says, must be that according to this version, Rav Yosef, Rav Yumi, Rav Nachman, they understood the reason, the problem is that the husband's going to come back and undermine the veracity of the get. Now you can only undermine it if you made that the stipulation. That's it. So therefore, if you say, I'm divorcing you because you've committed adultery. We find out later that she didn't, that's when it's a problem. But if you say, I'm divorcing you, and he never said because you committed adultery, he's not, he cannot, he's not believed, or it's he can't come back later on and say, it was only because of that reason. If you never spoke it out, it's not a problem. So therefore, that's the one that's going to say, like, it's Kasavar, because it must be that Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yumi, Amar Nachman, what do they hold? Kasavar, they hold it at Katayimamai. What's the reason? It's Mishum Kilkula. It's only because the husband might come back and undermine the get. So, I Amar Lohachi, only if he stipulated the reason, so then Matzi Makalkala, then he can undermine the get. If Taki, either she was Matzi the Neder, or we found out that the rumors were false. But Eli, but if he doesn't stipulate, then it doesn't matter because the fact is, the fact that you gave the, uh, the uh, unconditionally you gave the get, whatever might have been in your mind has no impact on the get, and therefore you can't come back and undermine it. So they would not have made the takana in the case where the husband did not make the stipulation. So therefore, Eli loy matzimakalkalo. So that's version number one. That's the first version of what Rabbi Yosvar Yumi said, and that understands that the reason for the takana is Mishum Kilkula because the husband might come and ruin her, ruin her children by undermining the get. Ikad Amri, there's an alternative version. Alternative version. What does the alternative version say? That it's uh, we 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 require we require not the different terminology. Not only if he said no. In this case, we require when he divorces her. If this is the reason, we want him to say it. We require that I'm divorcing you because of the rumors or because of the dorim you've made. Why are we telling him you should say it? According to this version. Because this version doesn't hold the problem is kill. Because the first version holds it when you say it, it creates the problem. So this version holds the reason is because we want to teach the woman a lesson. So therefore, if we want to teach a lesson, because that's why you're doing it, we want you to tell her that. Otherwise, it doesn't sink in. So one says like this, Kasavar, according to this version, time am I. What's the reason? Kedei Shiloh Yubnei Yisrael Prutzes Barayos of an Adorim. We want that Bnei Yisrael should not be Prutzes. They should not be uh, uh, unbound. They should not be res- uh, unrestrained when it comes to acting in a way that is, shows pr- possible promiscuity or making an Adorim and 
And therefore, the way we show that is if that's why you're divorcing her, tell her that. We want you to tell her that. And therefore, that's because that emphasizes the reason. So we're not going to, it's as much more like this, that if you never said it at the time of the get, but that was the reason, and based, you know that's the reason, they will not allow her to remarry. You don't need to say it, but it helps when you say it just to get, it sends the message home even more. Okay. So now, so we have two versions of what's shot in the Mishnah of why the why lo yachzir. So Tanya Kalishna, Kamatanya Kalishna So we have a Bryce that supports the first version, and we have a Bryce that supports the second version. Let's go with the first version. Tanya Kalishna, Kama. The Bryce that supports the first version says as follows: Amr Rabbi Meir, Ma Amru. What's the reason that the Chachamim said Amotzias Ishda Mishum Shemra lo yachzir Umishum Neder lo yachzir? What's the reason for the Chachamim's? Uh, Sock in the Mishnah that you cannot take her back if you divorced her for these two. Shema Taylor because we're afraid that she might go marry someone else. And it comes out that the rumors were false, or or it comes out that the Nadorim were removed. And he says that, and then he comes back and he says to base that if I would have known that that was the case, that actually it wasn't problematic. So then, even if it would have paid me a hundred mono, a hundred times a hundred, what is that, ten thousand? So therefore, even if it would have given me ten thousand zuz, I would not have a divorced her. The nimza get bottle and it comes out that it would the, the get is uh, is, is revoked. <laughs> we tell him that if that's the reason why you're divorcing her, you should know. Because of suspected infidelity. Because she made an adoram that you're not happy with. So that fits the first version that the reason is Mishum Kilkula. Right? Tiny Kalishna Basro. We have a brisa that supports the second version. Why can you not remarry the woman if you divorced her for either because of Shemra or because of Nadarim? In order that the girls, Jewish girls, should not be unrestrained in, a, in their behavior that would lead to their suspected Fidelity, or when they make nedarim lefichach, and that's why. Therefore, omrim lo, we tell him em or la that you need to tell her why you're divorcing her, so she gets the message. Have a yodat, you should know. So that clearly goes like the second version, the ikeda amri of what Rav Yosibar Menyum Yom Rav Nachman said. So we have these two versions as to what the reason why they said the takana of lo yachzir is. Is it mishum kilkula, or is it because shelo? Then those are the two reasons. Okay, let's go on. The Mishnah then brought down the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda Aimer, he said, Call Neder Shiyodu Boy Rabim Layachzir. As Rashi explained, he said that the Rabbi Yehuda holds that the reason is not because of Kilkula, the reason is because of and he only considers to be a real act of, a flagrant act of being unrestrained is only when, if it's those type of Nadarim that cannot be revoked. What are the type of Nadarim that cannot be revoked? The public Nadarim. That's what it refers but if it's those private Nadarim that can be revoked, that's not considered flagrant, and therefore that would not be a reason to kick in the Takona. 
Says the Gemara like this, I'm a Yeshuv and Levi, my time of Yehuda. Where does Rabbi Yehuda get the sense that it makes a difference between if it is a neder that was made barabim, where it cannot be revoked? Where does he know that from? That the neder barabim makes it, it cannot be revoked. So Gemara says, we had this earlier, uh, in, uh, in, 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 uh, in Ksuvis. That, that, that there was a story when Yeshua is conquering Eretz Yisrael, they sent letters that anybody that, uh, is, is from the Zion, uh, uh, Umos, they have to leave. Right? And there was a nation that did not want to leave, the Givonim. And the Givonim dressed up like they were a different nation coming from far away. And they faked out B'nai Yisrael saying, we want to join, we want to be at peace with you. And what ended up happening was they made a shvur. They swore to them, they made an oath that we will not harm you and you can come and join us. Later on they found out that these were really one of the nations of Canaan and therefore were subject to being uh, wiped out if they had not left. But because, it seems to be that Rabbi Yehuda learned, because they made the oath in public, it was not a revocable oath. And that's where Rabbi Yehuda learns out that a neder is not considered to be revocable. So Morris says like this, So my time to Yehuda, because the Pasuk says in Yeshua, it says, that Yisrael did not smite them, because they swore in, uh, to them in the Ada publicly that they would not harm them. So therefore, so that's why Rabbi Yehuda holds there's a difference between a neder that's made barabim to a neder that is made, even though there's Tomat Shvua, but nevertheless the idea is the same. It's made publicly, it's irrevocable. So the Gemara wants to know that Lechorah, this is not everybody agrees with this, the Chachomim's opinion is that even if a neder was made barabim, it is still revocable. So Gemara says, where did the Chachomim, why, how did, why did the Chachomim disagree with that? Rabbi Yehuda seems to have a good raya. Otherwise, why did they not revoke the, ne- the Shvua that was made to the Givonim? Rabbonon, they disagree with the proof. They say, Hosom, mi chala shvua la'ayu klau. Chacham said, there was no real shvua over there. That shvua was, was, was bottled from the beginning. <coughs> Why? It was based on false information. Why? Because came to Amrulahum, Eretz Banu. Since the shvua was made based on the information given to them by the Givonim, when they said what? That we've come from a faraway land. So it was a toast to begin with. So really, you didn't even have to revoke it. So if they didn't have to revoke it, it's not because it's irrevocable. It didn't have to be revoked. So why talk didn't they kill them? Right? So the and the lay bow and they didn't come from a faraway land. So lay chayla shvua lay klal. The shvua is not chal at all. So then hide the look at Linus. The reason they didn't kill them is mishum kedusha Hashem. They didn't want to violate the sanctity of Hashem. It would be a chil Hashem that all the nations would see. Look, they promised them safety. They wouldn't. They wouldn't realize the technicalities of the shvua not be binding, and therefore that's why they left them alive in order not to create a chil Hashem. But you have no raya from here that what. That anything done Barabim cannot be revoked. Alright. Says the Gemara like this. Okay, so we do have the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda that a Shvur Barabim or a Neda Barabim cannot be revoked. Kama Rabim. What is called a Rabim? So Rav Nachman Amar 
He said, you've got to look to where the word Rabbim is used in the Torah, and the minimum amount of what Rabbim is in the Torah, that is what Rabbim will be for the din of that is an irrevocable nether. Says, Amar, Amar Gim, uh, uh, he said, Rav Nachman, Amar, he says, uh, Gimel. Rav Yitzchak, Amar, Astora. Why does Rav Nachman say Gimel? Because he says the word Rabbim is used in the case of a Zava. A Zava that sees a flow that she has a, that's an in between the time of a, of a period has a different halacha. And it says there, if she sees Yomim Rabim, what is Yomim Rabim considered to be? Yomim is two days, Rabim is the third day. So you see that the word Rabim is already defined by the number three. So he says, Rav Nachman Amar Gimel Yomim, Beis is Gimel. Yomim is Beis and Rabim is Gimel. That's how you read it. Rav Nachman Gimel, because Yomim is Beis and Rabim is Gimel. What about Rab Yitzchok? Why does he say that it's ten? He says that the Gibonim came and they swore with the Edom. So you see that the type of Shvul was one that was made in front of an Edom. How much is an Edom? So we learned in Maseches Megillah that we learn out the Eida, we learn out from Bnei Korach and Meraglim. There's a double, a convoluted Gzeir uh, Shava that goes, in, and if we learn out it means a ten, a minion. That's why it has to be in front of ten. So Yitzchak Amar Asora, the Chesivit says the word Eida. Okay, So then we brought down the Machlokas of Rav, uh, the, the opinions of Rav Meir and Rav Elozer. Rav Meir held that a person, if it's a, if it's a, it was a nether that the wife made that the husband himself could have been made for, the fact that he wasn't, that's his own fault. And therefore, we cannot come back later on and say, oh, if I would have known, we don't trust, we don't believe him on that. And therefore, you could re- remarry her on the Dorian that she makes that she could have been made for. He holds the problem is only because of Kilkul, and there's no problem of Kilkul, but you can't come back and tie in a Kilkul if it's a Hafara, Neder of Hafara. But if it was a Neder of Hatara, he can come back and say that I would have sent it to Bastin had I known that I could, and it would, they would have revoked it, and therefore he could create the problem by a Hatara's Nedarim, and those type of Nedarim is low Yachser. Rabbi Lozer disagreed. He said the opposite. He says, for the ones of Bastin, we talk, it would not have made the Takona. You could have remarried from the basin. But since we had to make the Takana for the ones of Hafara, we also made the Nether for the ones of Hatara as well. So that's what it brought down. So when it says, Tanya, we learned in a Brisa. Rabbi Lazar, Omer, Lo'asr, Tzarech, we only answered the ones that need to go to Basin, Elib Tzarech, only because the ones that don't need to go to Basin, the ones that you could have been made for. So Frank Digmar, Bamaika, Mifligi, what are they arguing about? So when it says like this, an interesting machloka, psychological machloka, is understanding the husband-wife dynamic. The one says like this, we know that to go to Basin, even for Ataras Nadarim, it is a deprecating thing to be in front of judges. Anyone that's ever been under the line of fire, it's, it's a very deprecating, very humiliating experience to have to go to Bastin. So, the one says that whether a husband would allow the wife to go to Bastin is going to be the key to the machlokas. Rav Meir says, nah, I don't care, let my wife go to Bastin. He has no problem with the wife going to Bastin. So therefore, Rav Meir holds is that by Hataras Nadarim is where the problem is going to be. Because the guy can say, had I known that Bastin could be martyr that nether, I would have sent my wife to Basin to be martyred. That's where the problem. Hafara, we expect the husband to know what he can be made for and not be made for. What does Rabbi Lazar hold? He holds that Torah is not a problem because the husband can't say, had I known I would have sent my wife because we know what? 
we know that a husband would not have sent his wife, and therefore there's no problem over there. Can't sign a had I known. So Hatorah's Nadarim would not have been a problem, because he's not believed to say, had I known, I would have sent her, because we don't say a man wants to deprecate his wife. The only thing is, he holds that a man is believed to say, I didn't know that I could be Mayfer. So it's a, the problem, the, it, 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 uh, the, the, the Machlok is, is really based on two points. On number one, is a man, would a man have sent his wife to Basin or not? And number two, does, is a man expected to know what he can be made for, what he can't be made for? Alright, let's see it inside. So Gemara says like this. So Bamaikamifligi, what are they arguing about? So Gemara says, Rabbi Meir Sava Adam Rosh, this Baza is of a Basin. It's a little, it doesn't mean he wants her to be deprecated, but he has no problem with sending her to Basin to be deprecated, even if she's going to be deprecated. Rabbi Lazar Sava ain't Adam Rosh, this Baza is of a Basin. That no, a man would not say that, and if he's not believed to say, I would have sent her to Basin. Let's go weiter. Now, the Mishnah concluded with a story. Now, any time a Mishnah concludes with a story, it's to bolster a previous halacha. The story has nothing to do with the previous halacha. The previous halacha is discussing where the wife makes nedorim. The story is brought down where the husband said that I'm going to be usher in a nether if I don't divorce my wife. What does the story have to do with the previous halacha? So, says like this. What was taught? In the Mishnah, Tektani Maisa, that you're supporting it now by teaching a story. The Chori doesn't fit with the, break, the beginning of the, the Mishnah. Says, There's something that has been deleted from the text. That when you read it into the text, now it makes sense. How do you read it? When do we say that there is a problem called Yachzir? That we don't let you remarry? It's Dafka where the woman made the nether and we worry the man is going to undermine the get. But where the man makes the neder, so then Yachzir, he's able to take her back. We're not concerned. that a man made a neder, and he said, if I, if I don't divorce you, then I'm going to be bound by this neder. He divorces her. We're not worried he's going to come back later on. Oh, had I known I could have been matzir that neder, we're not worried about that happening. In that case, we're not really worried. So, so therefore, Yachzir can take her back. And on that, Rav, now, since you put that into the mission, and now the story supports that halacha. I'm Rav Yoziru Yehuda, my Sinami B'Tzidon, Be'echot Sh'amal Le'ishtoy. Ka'inem imi amigarshech, I make a neder of vow on myself. If I don't divorce you, Be'gersho, and now he wants to remarry, I say, Hitirolacha Chomishach Zerno. Okay, that's the case. Now, Mithay Tikkuna Olam, because of Tikkuna Olam. The Gemara wants to know, before we get into what the Tikkun Olam is, because we have to figure out, how's this a betterment for society? The one wants to know, what exactly is the, the boundaries of this nether? What would the nether have been that he doesn't want to undertake? He's saying, it'll be us to me like Hegdish if I don't. What, what, what does that mean exactly? How's that working? So my konem, so one of examples, for example, he would say, Ba'omer, you also recall Beirus Olam Alai, Yimein Megar Sheikh. I gave himself no option. If I don't divorce you, then all of the Beirus, all the produce in the world be also to me like a carbon. So that's why he felt compelled that he had to go ahead and divorce her. And he said, no problem. <coughs> we don't really have much to be concerned about, so therefore you divorced her, the nether's not chal, now you can go back and remarry her if you want. So when I said pshita, that seems to be a very portion, meaning I understand the ratio, what the chiddush over there is, that you make a takana that he shouldn't be able to, but what's the chiddush saying that he can re- remarry her? Why shouldn't he be able to remarry her? Tomorrow says like this. You might think, Ma the same, Aligzer Mishum de Rabnosan. 
that maybe we have it also a punitive measure. We don't like people making medorim. And you know what? If you divorce your wife based on putting yourself in such a situation that you're flaunting a nether, maybe we don't let you divorce her. Why is it considered flaunting? And we don't let you take her back. What, what, why is it considered so problematic to flaunt a nether? To Rav Nishum Rav Nosen. To Sanya, we had Masech Nadorim. Rav Nosen, I'm a Hanoider. Person who makes a nether, <coughs> don't think you're doing something good. It's Kilu Bonabama. We know that there's a time period that it was permissible to build your backyard, Mizbechot. But for most of Jewish history, it was considered a severe violation. So they, making a nether is no less than building a bomba at a time when you're not allowed to. And the Hamakaimah, don't think that you fulfill the nether, that's better. It's better to be, to be matir the nether, get rid of the nether, because filling it is like bringing the carbon on the Mizbeach. Kilo hikrivalea carbon. So you might think, therefore we're punitive, and you made such a t'nai, and that's why you divorced her. Maybe we don't let you go back and remarry. Kamash Malan, we don't make such a takon, we don't make such a gzera. Now, why is it such a terrible thing to make a net? There's the Ran, there's a, a Yosodis de Quran in Masechus Nadarim. He says that we know that Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us 613 mitzvahs by where we, by, in which way we can serve him. Somebody who makes a nether, what's he actually doing? He's saying, I'm going to make extra, I'm gonna, I, I want to make extra things on myself to serve a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's like the guy building a bomba, you know how to build a bomba. And bringing the carbon is like fulfillment of that. Uh, so therefore, that's why it's the wrong thing to do, because you have enough things to serve Hashem. You don't have to create new ways to go and, and serve Him. Okay. Now, last thing. Says the Gemara like this. It says that the Chor, at the end of the story, it says they let him marry her, they let him go back and remarry the woman. Why? So anyway, how is this a, a betterment of society? How does this help society because we let him go back and remarry her? It's not, where's the Tikkun Olam? We, it, it means we said there's no reason to make the Takana here because uh, there's nothing to worry about. I may be punitive. We want to be, there's no need to punish him either. So, but what's the Tikkun Olam, right? So what it says, so my Tikkun Olam. So Ika, the, uh, Ika, where is the Tikkun Olam? So we have Machlokas Amaroim, how to read this last line in the Mishnah. So Amram Sheja is Aresha. The words, Mepnei Tikkun Olam, is not going on the last halacha that we let the husband marry her. It's going on the first halacha, Lo Yachzir. Why don't we let her lo yachzir, let, let him re, uh, come back to mipnei tikkun olam? Have you understand the tikkun olam that either because we don't want him to undermine and cause mamzerim, or we want to teach Benoz Yisrael they shouldn't be prutzos ba'arayos or benadorim, but the tikkun olam's going on the race of the Mishnah, the mipnei tikkun olam's not going on the sefer. Right, everybody with me? And the last, and, and uh, so it's going on. So Rav, Ravina Amr Lo'olam HaSefer. No, I disagree. It says Tikkun Olam in the last line. It's going on the Sefer. Our question is, where's the Tikkun Olam? So that's exactly what it means. Ba'achigatani. Ein bezu. Mishum Tikkun Olam. You have to dray a little bit. Because it doesn't say the words Ein bezu. It means that you can take her back. Mitnei. Because Tikkun Olam doesn't apply over here. Because there's no Tikkun Olam, that's why you can take her back. In the ratio where there's Tikkun Olam, lo Yachzer. Here it's Yachzer because there is no Tikkun Olam. So the word Tikkun Olam actually have to be understood as means here there is no Tikkun Olam. It's a much more difficult way to, to, to squeeze it in. Okay, let's go to the next Mishnah. So, the Mishnah. Mishum You have a situation here. Man married a woman. 
and she's getting older and she's in her teenage years and she's not getting the secondary uh, gender characteristics that a woman should have. So he thinks that she must be an islandist. An islandist is a woman that cannot have a child because she cannot de- develop the necessary female secondary characteristics that are necessary. She doesn't have, so he's called an islandist. Islandist is a play on the word isle. It's like a, a ram. She's like more male than female, right? So Moses is like this. So he divorced her because she's an islandist. All right? So Rabbi Yehuda, Aymer, lo yachzir. So Rabbi Yehuda says that you can't remarry her. You can't take her back. And Chachamim, Aymerim, yachzir. You can. Now, here, there is clearly, there's no problem of trying to teach someone a lesson. Or because they're acting, uh, or they're flaunting the dorim, or because they're acting in a promiscuous manner. The only problem of here could be kilku. What's the kilku? Is that the husband, let's say, they, they misread the situations, the doctors got it wrong, and she goes and marries someone else and has a kid. Then the husband's going to come back and say, had I known that you were not an islandist, I wouldn't have divorced you. So it says, so, so Tonkitz Mashman Rabbi Yehuda is concerned about that. So Rabbi Yehuda says, you should know, if the reason you're divorcing is because of an islandist, you can't, it means we do it, take it away. Whatever conditions or stipulations are wiped out, you cannot get her back. And for some reason, the Chachamim comes and we're not worried about of, of Kilko. We're not worried about Kilko. But anyway, that's the Machlokus over here. Now, Nisais Lo'achar, let's say Taka, this woman now, goes and marries someone else. Bonim, And she has kids with a second guy. Now, the thing is like this. If somebody marries, divorces a woman because she's an islandess, she doesn't get a Ksuva. Because it's considered to be a Mechachtos. It's like you, you, there was, uh, I, gave, I committed myself to exuber to you under false pretenses, and then we don't have to give exuber. Rashi asked the question, well, if it's a Mecca of Tos, so in Lachora, then she shouldn't be married altogether. She's not all married altogether. You know, and the first guy, you shouldn't even need a get. So Rashi says, no, because they're not a Mosabilosabilis Nus. Since he's having relations with her, a man doesn't want to be considered having a Znus. So he's, it is considered a valid marriage, but he's not chayv monetarily to give her the ksuva. Now that she sees that she can have kids, she might want to go back to the guy. Pay me my ksuva. So he says, so therefore, so he says, So I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, you tell her to be quiet. You don't want to go back to the guy and say, give me my ksuva. Because if you go back to him and start saying, I want my ksuva, then he would say, if I would have known that I had to pay the ksuva, I wouldn't have given the get. And then it could cause a mamzer for the second guy. That's Rabbi Yehuda, she taught her, because he told the beginning that you're worried about kilku. So when it says, I'm Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Allah, Shittukusayich, your silence is is better than your speaking. It's better for you to be quiet over here because you might be hurting yourself by trying to collect on your ksuva. Okay, so that's the Mishnah. Now, the Gemara is going to ask an interesting contradiction from the Mishnah we learned in Ahmed Aleph. In this Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda, there's no problem over here of, 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 because Benos Yisrael abrutzos. The only problem is Kilku. Can the husband come back and ruin the marriage? So Shabbi Yehuda says, Lo yachzim, means he's worried about the kilku, and the chachamim are not. L'chayret, exactly the opposite from on the Ahmed Aleph. On the Ahmed Aleph, we said over there, what was the case where a woman was divorced because of Nadarim or because of Shemra? And what did Rabbi Yehuda hold over there? On the, on, uh, was actually on, 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 on the Mehemad Beis. What did he say? Rabbi Yehuda said, I'm only worried about a nether that's made by Robin. Means I'm not worried about Kilkul. 
I'm only worried about the Tanakama, which is the Chachamim, this is going like the opinions, they say they're worried about because of Kilkul. Comes from Yehudas, I'm not worried about Kilkul. I'm only worried about that, 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 uh, that, uh, she's acting in a flagrant way. It's only flagrant in public. So it's exactly the opposite. They're the Chachamim are the ones that are worried about Kilkul or Yachzir. And Rabbi Yehudas says, I'm not worried about Lo Yachzir. Only if it's, there's a flagrant uh, display by the woman. So the it's exactly the opposite of what they're holding over here. So let's see inside. So Lermeimra, so you're telling me, this, the Mishnah seems to be saying that Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah is Chayish L'Kilkula. And the Rabbonon are the ones that Loi Chayish L'Kilkula The Chorah we learned exactly opposite on the earlier Mishnah on the Hayom Adbeis. Because it says, Amotis Ishto Mishum Shemra Lo Yachzir Mishum Nedr Lo Yachzir Let's go with the sheet of the Chachamim. The Gemara is assuming now that the reason is because of Kilkul. So the Chachamim are the ones that are worried about Kilkul. And Rabbi Huda Aimer, he said, I'm not worried about Kilkal, I'm only worried about flagrant uh, display of behavior. And therefore, it's only a problem when, if it's called Nedr, Sheyadah Bei Rabbim, then it's Lo Yachzir. Sheyadah Bei Rabbim, then Yachzir. Alma, you see, it's Rabbanan, the Chayish L'Kilkula, and Rabbi Yehuda is, Lo Yachayish L'Kilkula, he's not worried about Kilkul. So, Mora says like this, Mora says a drastic answer, Amar Shmuel Epoch, Switch around the sheet is in our Mishnah. Then in our Mishnah, it's Rabbi Yehuda, that's the one that says, um, uh, uh, Yachzir. And it's the Chachamim are the ones that say, Lo Yachzir. So therefore, it comes out the opposite. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that doesn't worry about Kilkul. The Chachamim are the ones that do worry about Kilkul. And therefore, it lines up with their opinions in the previous Mishnah. Everybody with me? Right. So it says the Gemara like this, the Chorah is still difficult because the last part of our Mishnah says that if the woman wants her Ksuva, Rabbi Yehuda says, you better be quiet because it's going to ruin you. So you still see Rabbi Yehuda still the one who holds about Kilkul. So the only helping fix it in the first part of the Mishnah, you're not helping fix it in the second, huh? That if she married a second guy and had children, and she wants her ksuva, Amr of Yehuda, says, Amr Allah says to Amr Allah, it's better to be quiet than to speak. He is the one who's worried about Kilkul. Again, Shmuel says, Big Daichik, where he says, Take out of Yehuda, put in the words, Big Daichik. So Abaya Amar, so Abaya says, listen, I, that, that's too much. We have to try and make it work without saying Epoch. Epoch is like changing the whole, the, the, the whole text of the mission. I don't want to do that. So what do you say? He says, let's not switch it around. And I'll tell you like this. Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah is worried about Kilkul. True. He's worried that the husband might come back and say, had I known that she was an islandess, I wouldn't have divorced her. So therefore we tell him that once you divorce her because you think she's an islandess, you can never get her back, so don't bother coming back. Worries about Kilkul. Why in our Mishnah on Memheum at Bays, why in the earlier Mishnah does Rabbi Yehuda not concerned about Kilkul? So he said, because Rabbi Yehuda holds a combination of two opinions. Rabbi Yehuda, he holds both of the opinion of Rav Meir 
and he holds of the opinion of Rabbi Loza. What does that mean? means like this. Rabbi Yudataka holds the reason he holds his problem Kilkul. But by Nadorim, he holds you don't have to worry about Kilkul. Why? Because those Nadorim that the person could have been made for himself, he holds like Rav Meir. The Rav Meir's opinion was you don't have to worry about the Nadorim he could be made for, only the ones that could be Matir. Because the ones that could be made for, he should have known that it could be made for. And if it wasn't made for, he can't come back and complain. So on the ones that he could have been made for, Rabbi Huda holds there's no, there's no problem with Kilkul, he holds like Rav Meir. And what about the ones that he could have hold like, sent to Bastin? They holds like Rav Lazar. A man wouldn't send his wife to Bastin. So Rav Meir holds by Nadorim, even though normally I do worry about Kilkul, and by Nadorim there's no Kilkul that can happen. If it's Nadorim that it could be made for, he should have known about it. Nadorim that could be Matir, we don't, he can't say I would have sent her to Bastin. That's why the only problem over there is flaunting flagrantly. There is no problem of Kilkul. That's why. So it's not a contradiction. In our mission, Taka worries about Kilkul. By Nadorim, there is no problem of Kilkul. That's how you get out of it, says Abaya. So, what is it like this? Is a Savalok Rabbalazer Betzorif. He holds like Rabbalazer by those Nadorim that need a Bastin, which means he holds that a man wouldn't send his wife to Bastin. And Savalok Rabbalazer. Uh, and those of them that don't need to go to base and that it could be made to be for himself there's Savalok Rav Meir holds like Rav Meir okay says the Gemara like this so uh, this was Abaya who's giving a shot so Rav comes along and says to Abaya it's very nice that you reconciled the two opinions of Rabbi Yehuda here he worries about Kilkul and there he does not but that didn't help reconcile the Chachamim. The Chorah, the contradiction was also in the Chachamim. Here they, uh, the Chachamim in our Mishnah, are not concerned about Kilkul. And in the Mishnah before the Chorah, they were concerned about Kilkul. So how have you rectified the Chachamim? You only rectified of Yehuda. So it says it more like this, I'm a Rabbah, the Rav Yehuda, the Rav Yehuda Kasha. What, you only had a difficulty between Rav Yehuda and Kasha, but Rabbon and Rabbon Lokash, you don't have a difficulty, contradiction between the Rabbonans. So El Amarava, Rav Yehuda, Yehuda like Kasha, like Rabbi explained, because Shanina, like we explained, you can reconcile Rav Yehuda. The Rabbon and Rabbon also like Kasha, because Man Chachamim, I'll tell you like this, why in our Mishnah, when a person says, I'm divorcing you because you are an islandist, that has to be articulated, mm. that because you are an islandist, so we worry he might come back and say, I, I made a stipulation because you're an islandist, you're not an islandist, and therefore I'm going to wipe out the get. There, so, so why are the Chachamim not afraid, worried about Kilkul over here? Because they go like Rav Meir. Rav Meir's famous sheet, Rav Meir's famous opinion is, we learn out from Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruven. When Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruven did not want to cross over the Yarden because they wanted to keep the land that they conquered from Sichon and Og, Moshe Rabbeinu got very upset with them. They said, what are you, your, your brothers are going to have to go fight for land and you're not going to join them. So they said, listen, we make a condition. We will go and fight with them. If we go and fight with them, then we get the land. If we don't go and fight with them, then we don't have a chalet. We don't get a Yerusha. So, what do we learn from this, says Rav Meir? You see, anytime you make a stipulation, it has to be doubled. You have to say it in the positive and in the negative. If we do this, this, this will happen. If you don't, then it won't happen. If you don't do it in that way, then the stipulation is, is void. It's nullified. So, it says the more, in our Mishnah, it wasn't a double stipulation. In our Mishnah, all the person says is, I'm divorcing 
her because she's an islandess. He never said, and if she's not an islandess, I don't want her to be divorced. Since he never said it in both ways, the Chachamim all, there's no, you don't have to worry about the Kilko. Why don't you have to worry about the Kilko? Because you can't have, it's not a stipulation that can void the, 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 the action because it wasn't doubled. That's why, even though Chachamim four are concerned about uh, stipulation, here they're not. It's a little complicated because then you have to say before that it must have doubled it. But let, let's see it inside. So it says the Gemara like this. Rabbi Meir, the Amar Ba'in and that in order for a, uh, for a, 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 a stipulation to be binding, it has to be doubled in the positive and in, in the negative. And our Mishnah we're talking about by the islanders is the like Afle Litnai. Since you didn't double the Tanai, therefore the Tanai is not binding, and if the Tanai is not binding, we're not worried about you coming back and trying to revoke the get using that Tanai. Gentlemen, have a good day.